Sports Talk with Reg and Brandon, episode 10. Got a big show for you guys. The Clippers fired Doc Rivers. Brandon and I review all the big games from NFL Week 3. The NBA Finals is set to begin with the Miami Heat and Los Angeles Lakers. And the MLB postseason is underway. Stick around. Check us out. Brandon, what's going on, buddy? Oh, uh, nothing. Going? Nothing much, man. I'm doing pretty good. What about you? <laughs> I'm doing all right, dude. Just um, <laughs> interesting uh, debate last night. The, uh, uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. <laughs> dude, tell me about it. That was uh, terrible to watch. I saw. I saw a tweet. That's pretty much the tweet of the night that said, uh, uh, like, watching that debate was like watching Uncut Gems. And I don't know if you've seen <laughs> that, but, dude, Uncut yeah, Gems yeah. Was, it gave me a damn headache by the end of the movie. That's what this yeah. definitely felt like. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, welcome to America. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, bro, I mean, th- this is an interesting time in sports. I mean, you got the NBA Finals tonight. Um... MLB postseason started last night. They're continuing on. The NFL's in full swing. Uh, the Clippers, l- l- let's just get right into them. Uh, okay. Doc Rivers, he's out. Um, I-, I think a lot of people, you know, after, you know, their, their uh, second round loss to the Nuggets, you know, a lot of people kind of wonder, okay, well, you know, is Doc Rivers still going to be, is he still going to be around the coach next year? I mean, did it catch me by surprise? No, because Steve Ballmer spent a lot of money, you know, buying, um, you know, buying the form from MSG and, you know, trying to build a new arena, getting out, out of the Staples Center, build a new arena right there in Inglewood. Yeah, he, he spent a lot of money. They mortgaged a lot in terms of draft capital, paying Paul George and Kawhi Leonard a lot of dollars. They just didn't live up to the hype, you know, or or, or they, did, they didn't cash the check, you know. So, I mean, just with him getting fired, like, what's – how do you feel about that? Um, That's hard because, like, I understand that, you know, uh, teams need to do what, what they think is best for them. But, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, this came as kind of a shock to me really? because I, I – yeah, I personally view Doc Rivers as, like, a top-tier coach. Maybe – I mean, I know – he has kind of not been able to take the Celtics to not the Celtics. Yeah, I know he coached the Celtics, but the Clippers to their uh, highest peak. Mm-hmm. But but to be honest, like that entire time that he was coaching in Lob City, Lob City, I don't know why people were so hyped on how they would go far because that whole makeup of a team really just wasn't doing well, especially as the league was literally turning into like a three point shooting league and and they 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 were pretty they are an elite team but to be honest like i i put the bubble on the players to be honest and i don't think that it was right that they fired doc because the players weren't performing at their best level um maybe doc had some bad rotations maybe you know maybe he didn't scheme as well as he could have but like at the end of the day, the, the players were terrible. You know, they could, they were they had leads going into the second half of the game and fourth quarters of the game, and they just mm-hmm. blew them. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I, 
uh, the coach can only do but so much because he's not out there on the court playing the actual game. He's just coaching the game. So I put a lot more of this on the players, and I think that they got away with, um, you know, bad performance. And then on top of that, they're going to have a bunch of free agents this season, yeah. and they might not even have their team. Yeah, exactly. They might not have their team together. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, whatever, Steve Ballmer, I hope it works out in your decision that you made. But um, I think Doc Rivers letting him go was a mistake. But I could be wrong. I mean, I was really upset that that Mark Jackson left the Warriors and then the Warriors hired Steve Kerr and they went went on to win a bunch of championships. So, I mean, I could be wrong again, but I don't like this. What about you? Um, It's it's interesting. It's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like, you fire them. I, I think the firing is justified. I mean, if you brought up the bubble, they had all these different things going on with Lou Will, you know, making a little pit stop, you know, to the strip club, get some wings. Um, you know, the chemistry wasn't there. You know, Paul George, you know, the stuff, you know, was going on in the locker room. At some point, like, you, you got to blame. Doc Rivers has to take some blame for that. And not just only this season, Keep in mind, man, like the Clippers had like a good four to five year window pre Golden State Dynasty, right? For them to win a championship and they didn't do it. But that was you know Lob City. That was Lob City. And you really yeah, think Lob, that, you really think they had a team, chance? That team had championship aspirations. That's the reason why you bring Doc Rivers there for championship aspirations. And, and either way, they didn't get it done. I mean, either way, they never made it to the conference finals let's no. think about that for a second man this right. is the team that had to go through oklahoma city with durant westbrook and uh harden like there's no there's there's always someone that's been better than the clippers that have been that's been in the western conference and i think the hype for the clippers to be a championship team is just overhyped la fans they had, there's no other way around it. I mean, because you when you look at the teams that they've played every single year that's in their conference, there's always a team you can look at and be like, oh, well, uh, yeah, actually, they were a lot better than the Clippers were. And you could see why the Clippers – maybe maybe the whole thing is like, oh, they couldn't get out of the first round or they mm-hmm. couldn't make it to uh, you know the conference finals. But like, like, okay, I'll see that. But like, you're not beating – uh, Oklahoma City in their prime, and you're not beating Golden State in their prime. So, like, yeah, but you just aren't going to do it. But, the, but this, but again, this is really before. This is really before Golden State got around to becoming that championship juggernaut that they were under Steve Kerr. This is before that. I mean, they when you you had, I mean, how many years has he been? He's been there what nine, there. ten years. He's been and there. You a haven't while. made it. You haven't made it to a Western Conference Finals. And you're in charge of making personnel moves. Okay, so let me ask a question then. Do you think the Clippers were better than the Spurs back then? No, because yeah, no. Okay, okay. So now we got two teams. Like the Spurs are better. The Oklahoma City Thunder is better. Like then then they're not gonna make it. I don't don't know if if if, I wouldn't be so quick to say OKC was better than them. What Doc Rivers is a better coach than Billy Donovan. No, 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 or, no, 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 no. Or, back uh, then. Not Billy Don, but, uh, but uh, Scotty Brooks. Yes, okay, he's a better coach, but that talent on Oklahoma City was by far uh, an amazing team. That's three MVPs. At the time, it was three future MVPs on that okay. team. Like, so, they're not beating so what, so, so what was, Lob City's not beating them. So, so what was CP3, Hall of Fame player? 
Yeah, he's good. Floor but, general? Yeah, the, and the reason why Lob City worked was definitely because of him. Because, you know, there are two big guys that were able to just, you know, alley-oop yeah. it. And then he yeah. would hand it to him. But you, 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 had a, you had a prime Blake and a prime DeAndre. Either way, either way, either way we slice it, they had championship aspirations. And they never got it done. But even more this year. I mean, I just look at the moves that they made this year. I'm sorry, but when we talk about some of the worst off-season moves in the history of sports, I mean, we look at the Bobby Benilla uh, contract <laughs> was with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the draft picks that Mike Ditka forfeited when he was coaching the Saints to draft Ricky Williams. Or just signing Kirk Cousins for a lot of money? I, I don't think that's one of the worst things <laughs> oh ever. Oh my god, it's so bad. But that's another topic for another day. Yeah. I mean, but come on. I mean, this dude... Let's look at this PG trade. Okay. They gave up their... Not only the, the 2021 pick. They gave up 22, 24, 26. Two swaps in 23 and 25. I mean, that's depending on you know, how well the team is going to do. But you've completely blown your entire... You, you've blown your entire future. And then the contract. The contract that, that they're taking on. How are you going to trade that? And yeah. what can you give... What can you give to get that off the books? I mean, I, I don't think they're they're going to end up shopping PG around. But no. you gave a max contract to a guy that's not even a superstar. Wasn't first, second team, or third, third team All NBA. No, he didn't. He didn't deserve to be uh, All NBA at all. But I'll say that's more, uh, more of the Thunder's front office being really good. You know, they, they. If you, if you credit to Sam Presti, yeah, yeah. If you look at the picks that the Thunder have in the next coming years, and I know they Mm -hmm. have, they got a lot from the Clippers deal. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, they got they're they're going to be good again very very soon. I mean, they're already good or mm-hmm. surprisingly good if I put it that that. But um, they're going to be back up there probably in the next few years with a lot of top tier talent. But but with with the Clippers, man, I I just have to say that there's always been somebody in my mind, at least maybe at least two teams, two to three teams in my mind that have been better than them in the Western Conference, and that. For people to get upset that they never made it, it's just kind of like, well, look who they have to play type scenario. But, but Brandon, come on, man. Like, we can't. Like, this year, they were the title favorite. Yeah, this year. You don't make those kind of moves to just completely mortgage your entire future. I agree. short to blow a 3-1 lead. In the second round, they yeah. blew a three-one lead. I I can agree. This year, this year they were the favorite, and they should have you know done something about it. But I don't put this year on Doc Rivers. You know, it's just I put it on the players. They they came in. The, all right. So uh, I think I was watching first take, and they they brought this up. Okay, that the, there was two teams that voted mm-hmm. not to play, mm-hmm. and one of them. Was yeah, the Clippers, was, and they didn't Clippers even want to, yeah. they didn't even want to play in the first place. Then they weren't they weren't mentally there. I won't blame Montrez because of what's going on, you know, family issues. But 
I blame everyone else. Paul George. Like, I'm not going to make fun of anyone's mental health issues, but, dude, I, I don't understand how he can't get himself up for a game without any fans there. That doesn't make any sense to me. And Lou Will obviously was not there at all, essentially. Pat Bev was too busy, you know, thinking about other people going to Cancun. Like, there's just, there's just so much going on that I, I was like – I put it way more on the team than the coaching. And and I know you said that maybe Doc Rivers could should have maybe corralled them a little bit better. And I can agree to that. Yes, you probably should have corralled them together. But then I look at it as who on that team is the leader because the best player on the team is not even a vocal guy. And the second best player on the team He's is a monk. Is, is, yeah. The second best player is a moody guy who can't get himself up to play playoff games. So Okay. Okay, so okay, but check this out then. So we're talking about issues with the players. This isn't new though with the Clippers franchise. We had that before, you know, with with um with um Chris Paul. C- yeah, yeah, CP3 and him button heads with with Blake and DeAndre. So this isn't new. This is all under Doc Rivers' watch. So at so eventually at some point, when do you say Doc just doesn't have a handle? on this team in the way in which we like. Now don't get me wrong. Like I'm not I'm not saying that, that it, it's it's all Doc's fault. Don't get me wrong. But like the, the the players they didn't you blew a 3-1 lead. I yeah. mean let's I mean let, let's just be honest. You blew a 3-1 lead. Montrez Arrow wasn't great. Um obviously in, in that game seven uh Paul George Kawhi Leonard they didn't have it. It was reports that you know those guys were some of those guys they were asking to be subbed out of the game late i guess to, to get some rest or something like that this is this is all in a game seven that we're talking here right so i i, I get it it's it's not all his fault you, you do have to put you know some uh response some accountability on the players but at the end of the day man like you got to be able to control your team and this, yes. this isn't the fact that this isn't new it's like what, what are we doing here I mean, he had a lot of, uh, you know, personalities when he coached Boston, and he was able to control that team really well. And they, yeah. but they, but the team itself had vocal leaders, you know, and I think that really helped out. But but here's but here's the other thing though. For the most part, this is a team that Doc Rivers built, so you're definitely going to get the axe when you don't win. If I give you the house and you get the shop for the groceries. Oh, you're going to get the axe. <laughs> if yeah. you don't win, you're going to get the axe. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, I, you can't, I will put 40% on it. 40, yeah, 40% on Doc because he's been there. He's been there. This isn't the first time around. They've had an opportunity, they've had several opportunities to at least get to uh, an NBA Finals. I don't I don't care about, you know, um, OKC. Like, come on, man. You at least got to be in position to compete. And they haven't done that at all at any point under Doc Rivers' watch. You got to go. Now, who you get outside of that? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, do you elevate, you know, uh, Tyron Lue, uh, Sam Cassell? I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it could just be you keep the team intact and, you know, it's, it's just a different voice. I don't know. But I don't think they'll be any better. No, I don't think so either. I, I, I think they're done. I yeah. think they're done, and I'm so happy. Because <laughs> them Lakers, them Lakers, we in the finals. We getting ready to move on to them. But them Lakers, 
They're in the finals. They handled their business. Everybody said they wanted a, a Lakers, Clippers, Western Conference finals. We took care of our business. We there. We're there in the big dance. Hey, it, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. They, they, they had their shot. They, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, let's take a quick break. When we come back, game one, the NBA finals, the Lakers, the Heat, Stay with us. So the Rays over the Blue Jays, 8-2, top of the seventh. Padres over the Cardinals. Or I'm sorry, uh, Cardinals over the Padres, 6-3, top of the fourth. You know, just a couple of MLB postseason scores, first round of the wild card series. But uh, anyway, man, let's get into this NBA Finals Talk Game 1 tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. Got the Los Angeles Lakers against the Miami Heat in the bubble. Best of seven. How you feel? Well, I'm happy the Heat got there. That's been my team I've been rooting for this entire time, if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I had a good eye for that. I saw that they were playing pretty well and that they were going to be hard for anyone to beat. Um, yeah. So, but I, I, I think that, you know, this it's their time to have their their days ruined, essentially, by playing the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sports book, uh, yeah, uh, William, William Hill USA uh, sports book uh, got the Lakers minus 400 favorite. Yeah, so Heavy I think that they're, 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 uh, they're like, I think right now they're like four and a half point favorites. Um, mm-hmm. And... I don't know if I was a betting guy, I would actually probably take the Heat in that. I think for, it's gonna be not not, one not, not one favorite for for game one. Yeah, I would take the Heat to cover the Heat to cover that um, because I think that's gonna be very close game. Uh, the Heat yeah. tend, tend to have been playing close games all playoffs, um, and I think they'll keep this one close too. But I'll pick the Lakers on this. I actually overall in the series, I think the Lakers have. Um, a bit of an advantage. That's if Danny Green and Kuzma and crew can get it together. And sometimes, man, they go through streaks where you just have to face palm. You know, you just, I just don't understand why they're so bad sometimes. But, but luckily, AD has been playing at the AD level that I wanted him to play at. LeBron has been a force like normal. So, mm-hmm. Lakers, man, I, I'll probably do Lakers in about six games. Yeah, I mean, LeBron and AD, I mean, I think LeBron's averaging, what, about, what, 26, 27 points. AD's averaging 28 in the mm-hmm. playoffs on the Miami side. Jimmy Butler's averaging 17. Uh, then after that, what, Tyler Hero's averaging about, what, 16 points. I mean, it is, I mean, it is a clear discrepancy between the two. Um, my thing is the matchups. You know, everybody, you know, throughout – Throughout the week, you know, a lot of people have been comparing this Miami Heat team, this year's Miami Heat team, to the 04 Detroit Pistons. Okay, yeah. Personally, me, I don't see it. Now, it's just pretty. Well, I mean, I, I, I think they are closer to the 01 Philadelphia 76ers team that we saw, that the Lakers saw in the finals, because they, only, they really only have one star. And the team kind of went as. At, Allen Iverson, obviously, you know, for the young people. But the team kind of went as AI went. And I kind of feel the same way. The team kind of goes as 
Jimmy Butler goes on the Miami Heat side. And don't get me wrong, you know, I like Bam Adebayo, but he's not a star yet. He's a good player, but not a star. I like Tyler Hero, good player. Um, I like Duncan Robinson. I like uh, Jay Crowder, but they're not star players. That deep, that 04 Detroit Pistons team, they were really good. I mean, you got Chauncey Billups, who was a top 10 pick. Rip Hamilton, a top 10 pick. Um, Rasheed Wallace, who was a uh, yeah, top 10 pick. Uh, Tayshawn Prince, he was a late, he was a late first round guy. But let's think though, in the 90s, those top picks, they were legit. It's not like how it is, how, you know, today, you know, guys, you know, these one and dones come out and it's taking them. Yeah, you got to get projects. They yeah. Draft projects yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. Those were, those were legit top picks. I mean, Chauncey Phillips is dead. If he's not a Hall of Famer already, I think he will be. Rasheed Wallace, I, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, it's a lot of uh, a lot of good talent that was on that team, and they provided a lot of they presented a lot of mismatches for the Lakers in that series too, particularly Tayshawn Prince. So I don't know. I mean, I, I I think Miami they're good, they're gritty, they they play defense, but I, again, the question's always going to come to mind. Who's stopping Anthony Davis? Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, Bam's going to have a rough series, I think, uh, because he's going to be really tasked to deal with all the big guys because that's the thing about the Heat. They can easily play some small ball. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that if the Lakers, which they, they, they shouldn't, but the Lakers went small, they're going to be at a disadvantage because I think the players – for the Heat are better uh, than the small ball players on the Lakers. Um, so I think they should probably go big. Um, then we said that about Houston, who went small ball. And we but Houston them? Houston doesn't have a big guy. P.J. Tucker at the center, that, that that's not going to work. I'm more talking about, like, they'll still have Bam at the five or whatever. And, like, but, like, I think, like, you know, Tyler Harrow, Jimmy Butler, uh, Duncan Robinson, Drogic, like, they're, like, Drogic's better than both Rondo and um, Caruso. So, like, and Jimmy... From an offensive standpoint? Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, Drogic's defense oh. is not, like, terrible. Um, and from, like... like th- th- All right, so I'll say this. The Heat have a lot... They can space out the floor, and they can, they can actually hit their shots. At least they're hot right now, and they're hitting their shots. I think that they have a tremendous amount of talent that maybe, you know, because 04, we're talking about 04 Pistons and how good they are. That's like 15 years ago, but maybe we'll look 15 years from now, we'll look at this Heat team and be like, damn, that Heat team was actually really good. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to see. But I think that the advantage is still to the Lakers because they have the best player on the planet and they have another top five player on the planet as well um and jimmy to me is like top 10 top 15 player um but i I know that you're comparing the points but uh and they're not as efficient probably as the spurs are but that kind of this team kind of reminds me of how the spurs play uh under popovich it to where they're able to spread the ball and everyone kind of gets their own share and not one particular person needs to go off every single night to keep them uh, in the game. Uh, so I do like that about the Heat. But, again, I, I mean, there's just so much. Like, 
LeBron James led team is the best team to me. So, um, you know, I, that's why I still choose the Lakers. Okay, but hmm. no, and I, and, I, and I get that. I, I I have the Lakers as well. I got them winning four to one. Um, game one <laughs> prediction. I'm, I'm game one. I'm I'm still not sure. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, if they're only you know the, the a four point favorite. It could go either way, um, but I'm just looking at just the, the the caliber of defenses that the Heat saw throughout these playoffs. I mean, let's again, let's keep in mind here: the Lakers were the number three rated defensive team coming in uh, to these playoffs. Now, mm-hmm. I, I just think that you know there's a lot to be said for that. Well, they beat the number one rated defense. Now who was that? The Bucks. Yeah, but where where's the Bucks offense though? Like really, like the Bucks' offense is, is so it's it's so predictable. Right? I, <laughs> I mean, know. It's, I it's, it's downhill, Giannis and kick. <laughs> I know. You have to tell me that. I I definitely get that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I was so anti Giannis this playoffs. Um, but but yeah, I mean, well, they, they, I think they played good defenses overall. I think. I think the Heat are going to be prepared for this. And the thing that I've been hearing about from the media, which I won't put too much stock into, but it's still a thing, is that the Heat organization and the, and especially Eric Spolstra, they know mm-hmm. LeBron's weaknesses and they know his strengths. And so out of anybody in the league, they might be able to, you know, play LeBron in a way that other teams don't play because they'll know what makes them, you know, kind of struggle a bit. However, you still got to take care of Anthony Davis. So, I mean, that's the thing with the the Lakers. It's going to be one or the other to me every game that's going to go off. Either LeBron's going to go off or AD's going to go off. The things that just concern me is that if you're going to get your Kuzma production, is Danny Green even going to show up at all? And uh, is Caruso going to play, you know, that that style of defense that he's really, you know, known for recently where he's able to, you know, get in between the lanes. But if they like if, this, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll say if they're not if those three guys and I, I pick on these three guys the most because they really play a good amount of minutes and if they don't show up at all, um, especially Danny Green, I'm I. You as a Lakers fan, I, I you have to be very upset at Danny Green this entire playoff oh, series. Like, of course, he's been dreadful. Well, I mean, well, no, he's he's picked up, he's picked it up from you know from the first round. But I mean, for the most part, like he hasn't done exactly what it is, you know, that we're paying him, you know, two years, thirty million dollars to do, and that's uh, you know not to be three a, and D. Yeah, exactly. Be a consistent. A consistent three and D guy, and he hasn't been doing that. So I mean, if my thing is, if, if if he could just at least just give us consistent defense, and if you can't find a shot, then dude, just put it on the ground and and, and hit a floater. Like I, I'm okay with that. But what mm-hmm. we can't have is for him to go out there, you know, and and be you know, zero uh, for five, one for six. He can't have that type of night. You know what I mean? You know, putting you know putting us in a you know, 10, 12 point deficit early in early in ball games. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, my thing is, again, I mean, you mentioned Bam. Again, who's 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 stopping AD? 
<laughs> again, like no, I, I, I keep posing, I keep posing that question. Or yeah, I, I can't see that. I, well, I think Bam would stop Dwight, but if they're both on the court, eighty and Dwight, then I then it's it's a, there's nobody on the Heat that is going to be able to stop AD if AD plays like AD should be playing. There's nobody, and I can agree with that. And that's basically, to be honest with you, the reason why I have the Lakers winning the series is because of that specific particular reason. Their AD should not be stopped in this series. Other players could be stopped, or like someone like LeBron could possibly be neutralized. But AD, if he gets stopped, then something's off. Something's going on, and I'm like, we need to look further in the details of the game to figure out how are the Heat doing this, or is AD just having a bad night, something like that. But I agree with you. All series, AD. Should just be going off. I, I I honestly personally feel like that AD should be having in this finals. He should be averaging over thirty points a game and should be the finals MVP even over LeBron. He should be because this is his series to take advantage of. Yeah, I mean that that's what I had. I, I had him uh, pegged as the finals MVP, and and honestly, I don't I don't think LeBron will mind that. I don't think, I mean, I, I know a lot of people, you know, LeBron, you know, he's, I think, finished, what, what, second in MVP voting. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, this this is, a, this is a legacy thing for him. I mean, this is, again, this is a title. He needs to win. Um, you know, championship, uh, the finals that he needs to win, you know, this would be his fourth ring. I don't think that there's any asterisks on this just because of, you know, the situation with COVID and them playing in a bubble. In fact, I think this is right up there with that Cleveland one, you know, coming back, you know, down 3-1, you know, in that series, I think this will be right up there with them because that them playing in a bubble for three and a half months, not being to leave, you know, not being able to leave, um, for the most part, their families are not there. That's a hard thing to do. And the fact that out of all the veteran latent teams, he's he's been able to, you know, to, to corral his, corral his troops and get them there, um, get them there in the finals to compete for title number 17. So the Lakers are my pick again, four, one Anthony Davis, MVP title 17, go Lake show. So real quick, I just wanted to say that I agree. This shouldn't be an asterisk here whatsoever. If not, this is probably the hardest because yeah, yeah, it's hard. Oh, yeah. When you when you think about it, when you play your two games at home, you have home court advantage. Your fans rile you up. When you mm-hmm. go away, it's tougher away. Mm-hmm. There's no fans here. This is two teams showing their talent on an equal floor, playing on a neutral, essentially a neutral site that no isn't travel. really. Well, yeah, exactly. No travel. Neutral site is and a neutral site so much so that it's like, you know, there's not. There's not uh, overload of maybe like a 60-40 on fans or something like that. There's there's no fans. There's not even 50-50. So it's all about talent in this bubble. And, and I think that almost, to be honest, it should, instead of an asterisk, it should be like a plus. Because yeah, I would agree like, with that. I'm the, I, we won the bubble. Like, that's amazing. So um, I think it's actually harder. It's harder probably than most, most finals that you have to go through. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I agree, and, and that, that's what I was saying earlier. I mean, that, that's a hard thing to do, man. Yeah, I, I had somebody you know tell me you know this was a 
you know, if, if LeBron wins, LeBron and the Lakers win, that this would be an asterisk. No way. How? Yeah. Under under what grounds? <laughs> uh, that's what just a LeBron hater. That's a LeBron hater. I, I, mean, I, I don't even... I, I, I don't know, but I'm just, just, just hell, just even if it wasn't them, you know, if, if it was any team, if, if Miami for, you know, for whatever reason, uh, wins, you know, now if, you know, if a, you know, star player gets hurt, say, uh, LeBron or AD, God forbid, but you know, if one of them get hurt, then okay. Yeah. That, that may be different. Yeah. You can probably put an asterisk on it. Okay. But, did you put an asterisk on last year? Um, That is tough. Because if you don't, then, no. then you can't put an asterisk on for, this year I mean, at all. Yeah, for 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 Toronto, I say no because a lot of a lot of people they don't even equate it to KD. They just say, well, well, Clay Thompson went out. All right, well, Clay Thompson played the vast majority of that series. He got hurt in the game. They were losing when he got hurt, mm-hmm. right? Yep. yep, yep. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what game it was that he went down toward the ACL, but. I believe Toronto was going to win that series regardless. So I mean, no. So then you can't put an asterisk on entries. Then I, this is there's no That's there's fair. going to be no asterisks whatsoever in this That's series. Fair. And That's if fair. you put an asterisk on it, you're either like a Lakers hater, or a LeBron hater. And if I hear if the Lakers lose and I hear Lakers fans claiming asterisk, 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 then like they're just haters as well. If if you can't accept the truth. Then you know. Then just don't watch it and don't care. Like I don't know. Like this is not an asterisk season whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. Um, but anyway, good stuff. We're gonna take a break. We come back, man. Let's get into the NFL. Uh, week three was in the books. Some good matchups. We saw the Packers versus Saints. Uh, saw the Cowboys and the Seahawks. You know the big Monday nighter. You know KC and Baltimore. Uh, specifically, in you know, we, we'll get into uh, Lamar Jackson and you know, you know, what, what, what's going on with him, you know, and, and, and his performance. Uh, stay with us. Big week in the NFL. Um, a lot of good week three games. Um, we had the Dolphins finally getting their first win on Thursday night. They beat the Jags 31-13. The Bears. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Dude. Yeah, but they still won, which is like the Falcons, dude. The Falcons, they need help big time. Yeah. They can't. If they get a lead, it's the scariest thing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, why y'all keep blowing all these damn leads? <laughs> I know. You're up by multiple touchdowns, and then yeah. you keep losing. Oh it makes God. no sense. Do I, but do you want to? Do you want to talk about the Bills? Like, what's going um, on? You guys, I mean, what happened? What happened? I mean, at, at the end of the day, is it? It is what it is. Um, you know, it was. I would. I'll say this. I was kind of pissed off Monday, but then you know when I was watching. Uh, Coward's show, and he still had you know the Rams in the top ten because the, the narrative is different here. I mean, everybody's talking about you know um, uh, Josh Allen, you know this big arm talent, and, and and don't get me wrong, like the numbers that he are putting up in comparison to you know his first say fifteen games, 
to his last 15 games, I mean, it's like, damn, but they are night and day. And don't get me wrong, I mean, he, he's a good quarterback, and he shows a lot of resemblance of Ben Roethlisberger. But I do think at times that he is, he could be reckless with the football. Some of his decision-making with the football late in games is not good. Um, and he showed that this weekend against Buffalo, you know, um, they were, they were up, up 25. They were up mm-hmm. 25. I get it. A loss is a loss. It doesn't matter if you come back, but for the Rams to, you know, to come back and score 29 unanswered points and then on a fourth and nine have a BS pass interference called on them which pretty much took the game from him. I mean, because they end up scoring, you know, the very next play. I mean, it's 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 gut-wrenching, but it's it's still early. My only thing is I just don't want this I don't want to to come back and have to look at this game as a reason why the Rams don't make the playoffs. Because that, we saw that last year. They they played a terrible game against Tampa Bay, which ended, resulted in the L. They played a close game uh to Pittsburgh uh last year. I think they had what it was final score, what, 18 to 12 or something like that. You know, it's a close ball game you know, within a score. We, you just don't want those games, you know, they finish with a nine and seven, seven record. And then you turn around, you know, you look back at a couple of games like, damn, man, if, if we'd have had that, you know, go the right way, you know, we'd have been in. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't want this Bills game to be a result, you know, to, to be that. Well, we got well, a tough-ass NFC West. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I would say if you look at if if you guys don't make the playoffs and you look at the schedule, I don't think that you're gonna look. I know, I, I know, under the circumstances, maybe you had a shot to win, but like, I don't think I don't think you'll be looking at the Buffalo game as a game that you you should have won because I think, I mean, even though when our projections we picked the Patriots or the Bills, we knew they were going to be competitive in that division. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of underestimated actually how good the Bills are this year. But I, I know how the good how, how they are. I mean, they, they, they were a playoff team last year. And they played yeah, a tough on the better. road on the road in, um, in Houston. They were tough. But I just think don't, I mean, I'm not going to make any excuses. I mean, the, the loss is what it is. You know, I mean, Josh Allen's a good quarterback. Um, again, I, I still stick to the notion that he's reckless with the football, and we saw it last year against Houston. But I mean, it's like this in this game, this game uh, on Sunday, like this dude took, I think it was like what, what it was, it was a first down play, and versus just throwing the ball away, like the dude took like a loss of like twelve. Just what I mean, you know how he is. Just with him just scrambling around, you know, trying to extend yeah. plays. It's like, dude, it's like. What the hell are you doing? Throw the ball away. That's what still do. I mean, he's still young. Um, but yeah. I think I think the defense is really – the offense is good, but I think the defense the defense uh-huh. is good, 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 uh-huh. good. Um, uh-huh. So, But I don't think it's a bad loss for you guys at all. I just wanted to throw a little shot. <laughs> 49ers are taking care of business, man. We're still undefeated, so, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not so, undefeated. We lost, we lost to the uh, the Cardinals. How could I forget? Yeah. We did not take it. That's a game that I'm going to look back and be like, man, we really should have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 36-9. to nine. Uh, Over NYG, the Giants. Man, New York, what's happening? This is this suck. High taxes. Uh Bad football though. <laughs> the giant, the giant. On the investment. 
The Giants suck. They they suck so 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 much. I've been yeah. seeing some pro football focus like graphs where they show like passing and rushing efficiency, mm-hmm. and and every time they show any of these graphs, the Giants are dead last. And the and the funniest part about it is that it's basically them or the Jets competing for worst efficient teams in the NFL. And it's just like, man, New York cannot get it together this year. It's gonna be tough. And I mean, Adam Gase. You know, over with the Jets, got their ass kicked 36 to 7 um, to the Colts. I, I, again, I just kind of feel like, man, like, you got to help the damn young quarterback out, man. Like, you draft a dude number three overall, help him out. You know, whether it's yeah. play calling, you know, getting some, you know, some weapons around him, like, you got to do something to help him out. But from the reports, Gates might not be there. No, he might not be there. And I don't want to break your, your, your uh, Homer pride right now, but Sam Darnold sucks, bro. Oh, it, yeah, sucks. It, 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 he sucks. Yeah, he right. sucks. Yeah, fuck off. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand. USC boy, I get it, okay? I, I, it's I like, it's like when people told me Tyrod's bad. Right now, but whatever, man. <laughs> well, at least at least your quarterback didn't get his, his lung punctured, okay? Tyrod's got the worst luck in the entire league. When people tell me Tyrod suck, it hurts my pride as well. But yeah. I accept it because he hasn't done anything. But man, dude, Sam Darnold is rough, rough. Ugh. I mean, it's he, hard watching the Jets. He's a bit. He, I mean, he can be aloof, you know. Sometimes, um, I question his his decision making with the football. But again, when when you coaching quarterbacks, I'd rather have a guy that's you know that that's not scared to push the ball down the field because you can coach them out of that versus yeah. somebody who is scared to take shots or I don't want to say scared, but conservative, you know, Alex Smith, you know, pedestrian, you know, yeah. it, 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 it's harder to get guys to, you know, come like, Hey bro, come out of your shell, attack, you know, attack the defense. So, I mean, it's my thing is, I mean, is you look at, Hell, you, you look at the who's the guy in uh, Tennessee, um, Brian Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill. I mean, he's looked better without Adam Gase in Miami, right? Yeah, Adam Gase is a problem. He, I don't know. Yeah. I think he's a good coach whatsoever, and he's definitely a detriment to the Jets. And the fact that the Jets have kept him this long, I'm just I'm so surprised. Yeah. Well, um, who else? Bengals, Bengals, Eagles, tied. Yeah, that was strange. I mean, uh, Joe Burrow, I think he's doing pretty good. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz and, and crew are doing terrible, terrible. Um, oh, and by the way, the yearly Deshaun Jackson hamstring injury happened. So there goes, like, you know, my, like, second flex spot on, like, are, two of my fantasy you, teams. But. Are you kidding me? I, I didn't see that game, but yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know he got hurt. I mean, I haven't heard a whole lot of um, – conversation about that maybe it's, it's it's at this point it's just yeah whatever it's a common occurrence but damn i mean my thing is like you got to give philadelphia that they got to find a way to give carson wentz a consistent target it can't be um the tight ends zach Ertz and uh dallas goddard um yeah it, 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 well, it, it can't be those two you can't I'll, win I'll, games with the tight end as your leading receiver uh, I will say that Alshon's been out and he's supposed to come back. So, and I'm not, I mean, Alshon's a shell of himself when he was in Chicago, but uh, I think that Definitely. will help them some. But I think that they're just not been healthy. Um, 
Ray, I think it's uh, Jalen Ragor. He's hurt. Deshaun hurt himself. So I mean, they're not they're not that healthy. I think the offensive line had a tremendous turnover. So now Carson Wentz is just getting pummeled in the backfield. Um, they never really had that guy at running back, Miles Sanders. He's okay. Um, I just don't. Yeah. I think he's too small to play the running back position. To be on like a three down back. Um, I, I don't know. The Eagles just aren't good this year at all, and I don't think yeah. Eagles fans should should expect anything more out of them. I well, honestly I mean, was surprised the Bengals lost. Well, I mean, it's there's been a lot of conversation this week. Well, you know, do they move on from uh, Carson Wentz? I say no. I think it's no. it's still early. I mean, it's three weeks. We're not even done with the first quarter of the season. Oh yeah, by the way, that division is bad. Yes, this is bad. I mean, everybody is. I mean, no, no one has a winning record, right? So, I mean, it's it's still early. But check this out. This is here's an interesting stat line. Mike Evans, two catches, two yards, two TDs, <laughs> twenty-eight to ten win, uh, Tampa over Denver. What? Yeah. I mean, I, I I know Brady was like, you know, um, last week, you know, he was saying, you know, he's got to find more ways to get Mike Evans the football, but. What the what the hell, bro? Like, what's, what's going on? I'm I'm not sure with that one. That's that's strange. I mean, it's just strange. Uh, but if you look at Brady and at QB, it kind of does make sense in a way because he really stopped utilizing his number one guy or so guys that's supposed to be the number one. The um, you know that throws you can throw deep to. Um, mm-hmm. Chris God Chris Godwin's been used a lot more, but now Chris Godwin's supposed to be out for two weeks, so uh, that that might give Mike Evans a little bit you know more of you know target share. Uh, but I don't know. I I agree. I think it, I think that team. I if I had to make a weird comparison, I would compare them to the Clippers. Because they got all the pieces, but are they gelling right now together? And, and are like they just haven't had enough time to play together? Um, I don't know. I, I think I think by the end of the season we'll view the Bucks as like a legitimate contender. But right now they're looking like a mid-tier team. They just got to figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cowboys fell short, and we, and we we predicted. The Seahawks will end up winning this game, which they did 38-31. Um, I mean, it was close, you know, within a score. But, again, like, to me, I, I, I kind of felt Dallas has Super Bowl expectations. Um, you know, that, that's just the kind of this is the kind of franchise that they are. With them, you know, in recent years, you know, they, again, they have not been able to win the big games. I mean, in Seattle, you don't have the 12s there. You know, I thought – for it to be a week three game, you know, I thought that this was a must win. Um, and get it done. Yeah. You talked about that last week where we thought maybe this had been like the this would say the Cowboys season was over and you said they lost. Yes, pretty much it's over. But I said that if they kept it close, like you can't really count them out. I I will say this. If I looked at that division they're the team that's probably going to win the division, even though all the you know everyone has a losing record. They've had a really tough schedule, um, but I think overall, you know, they're gonna 
they're going to come back, play some easier games, especially when they play teams in their division. They should handedly win those games. Now, if they start losing to the Skins, Giants, or Eagles, then it's something to be concerned about. But right now, I'm okay with like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think by the end of the by the end of the season, they're obviously going. Like I said, they're going to be the division leader, and maybe they'll have uh, you know their things together to be able to be a little bit more competitive against the real top tier teams. Right. Um, but we'll just have to see how that goes. Um, we'll I'm not going to count. I'm not going to count them out. No, and, and I don't think you can because I I think this is they're kind of playing right into what I was saying before, right? So the narrative right now is, uh, well, they, they can't win the big game, but this is who they got. They got Cleveland coming up this Sunday. That's winnable. The mm-hmm. Giants, after that, winnable. The Cardinals, that'd be tough, but it's winnable. Mm-hmm. Washington football team, winnable. Philly, yeah. winnable. Their biggest one is going to be uh, November the 8th against the Steelers. That one, they may take an L there, but, I mean, you talking about they can probably – they could potentially come out of this six-game stretch 5-1. And the narrative is completely different, even though I think it'll be fool's gold. Um. <laughs> they're going to win the division. If I honestly, like, and if I, they're not, like, you really think the Giants, Redskins, no, we're not Redskins, but the football, Washington football team or uh, mm-hmm. the Eagles are going to come out of that division? No. Mm-hmm. So, like, if... if it's going to be the Cow- Cowboys can probably go in there with a losing record and still win that division. So yeah, it's just it's just will they show up when they have to play, you know, the Seahawks again? Or, or I guess they won't. It's different. Sure. But then they, they would play have to play like the Saints or you know uh, just any other other really good NFC teams that you know they're out right now. But we'll just have to see. Yeah. Green Bay and New Orleans, they take it thirty-seven thirty. This is interesting. First road win versus New Orleans since week 16 of 1995. That's crazy. In the Superdome, I get it. You know, um, no fans there. At least I don't think I don't think there were any fans in the Superdome. Um, but still, I mean, it's, it's 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 a road win versus a team that you know everybody kind of expects um, to make a deep playoff run uh, in the New Orleans Saints. Um, how you feel about Aaron Rodgers, MVP candidate? Uh, he's up there. Uh, he is number one quarterback in pro football focus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to make an MVP pick off the bat, I'd still go with Russell Wilson right now. I agree. Um, because he's playing playing phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I would say right now that the Packers do look like one of the best teams in the NFL. And I was just saying there's NFC teams that the Cowboys have to face. Like when you have to start playing, you know, teams like that, you, I don't think they're going to win, um, especially because Green Bay, man, Green Bay looks good, really yeah. good. Um, and that was without Devontae Adams, too. And they look, they still looked good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just still, I, I like Aaron Rodgers. He's definitely in an MVP race, but I'm just still stuck on how the hell is it that Russell Wilson, who's played in two Super Bowls, he's got a ring. Should have two. Should have two rings. How the hell is it that that guy has not had an MVP vote? That just doesn't even make sense to me. No, like, me what? either. It's like people forget about him. They're so on the hype of 
your sidearm no look passes and like you know running for a lot of yards and like this flash and glitz and glam russell wilson is not flash he is a hard-working quarterback that is gonna be competitive i mean even the, the past few years when i would say when the legion of boom went away and the defense was kind of reshuffling and the seahawks were still a competitive team every single year and they were only competitive because of him this mm-hmm. year, they're getting their defense back together. He's playing at, at to me, he's playing all-time level that he's played. I, I think this is the year he's going to get some votes, definitely. And it's just a, a shame that it hasn't happened before um, because, yeah. man, he is, he's playing good. Well, and I hate that because I hate the Seahawks, okay? I absolutely <laughs> I mean, hate yeah, the Seahawks, <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah but I can't, I can't deny, I can't deny, you know, that he's playing well. Yeah, now I'm just sitting there looking uh cards over the uh, Padres six to three bottom of the fifth. Is this uh who's that bat? Machado. Yeah, he oh Manny. Yeah, he he want he want to swing at that. But um, I miss Manny. Speaking of uh, Mister No Look Pass, Patrick Mahomes, fastest quarterback in NFL history to reach ten thousand. Uh, career passing yards. They get the win, the Monday night win over Baltimore, who was the favorite, clear-cut favorite, 34 to 20. I got a bone to pick with Lamar Jackson. I'm going to let you go first. Go ahead, bro. What's, what's your take on that game? Uh, Ravens fell flat. That's yeah. my opinion. Um, I mean, I blame Mark Andrews really for a lot of it because he dropped two touchdown passes um but you know Lamar only 97 yards passing that's not good either um and yeah I mean the score says it itself like it wasn't that competitive of a game Mahomes threw for a ridiculous amount of yards mm-hmm. um just Mahomes Mahomes like and it annoys me. I'm not a Patrick Mahomes fan because he beat us in the Super Bowl last year. But you know, it's, uh, it's what the hell? I'm not. I'm not a dude. I I hate. I do not like players that end up beating the Niners. And so that's why I hate the Seahawks with a passion. And I don't like Patrick Mahomes. So, but it's whatever. They're talented. I'll give them that. They're talented. Whatever. 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 They're, okay. Okay. Well, you said you said you're not a Patrick Mahomes fan or whatever but but you admit that it's Patrick yes. Mahomes and then there's everybody else right yes yes okay. and it pains okay. me to say right. it it pains me <laughs> I mean he, here's the, the interesting stat line that I take out of this game J.K. Dobbins was the leading pass catcher four catches what the hell is that about I mean Lamar Jackson you just said it yeah, Jake, uh, the, the running back. Man. But here's Lamar Jackson, 15 to 28, 97 yards, as you just said, one touchdown. But then you got nine carries, 83 yards. Like, bro, you're you are you're a quarterback. Yeah, and, and I said this week one. Look, and I got this from Tony Gonzalez, too, by the way. If you're gonna be a team that's going to compete and win titles, your tight end cannot be your leading pass catcher. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, I'm putting this on him. Lamar Jackson has to find a way to get Hollywood Brown involved. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. I mean, I'm just looking at his numbers right now through three games. 
Um, he's outside of the top 25, but the teams outside of the top 25 in receiving yards, I mean, they're in the top 10. Or no, they're outside of the top 10 in scoring with, with all that talent. But just looking at Lamar, um, he's got a pro football focus grade of 81.5. You know, that, that that's eighth in passing, but he's a former MVP. Um, his passing grade is a 74, 75.4. That's 11th in the, uh, in the NFL. You should be in the top five, bro. You're a former MVP. And he, honestly, the only reason why he's got this 11th ranked grade is because he's sitting there at a 11, uh, uh, 112.3 passer rating. But that's at a very low clip. He's only got but 77 attempts. You're yeah. less than 100 attempts. And three weeks of football, man. Like you gotta pick that up. Um, and he's ranked he's ranked thirtieth in passing. So passing yards question year. question then. I mean, do you do you blame Harbaugh at all for this? Like no, or any of the no, play I, calling at all for this? Like you just no, put it all on no, him. No, I don't. At at some point, the quarterback has to the quarterback has to show the ability that hey man that I can handle more. I mean look at Russell Wilson. Let Russ cook. That's what this whole campaign is about. Let Russ cook. Let's put the ball in our best athletes' hands and and, and let him make plays. And you're seeing it. You're seeing DK Metcalf just boom. He's taken off. DK Metcalf looks like a freaking stud out there. Man, he made Stefan Gilmore look silly. And- yeah. Arguably the best corner well He's one of the best corners um, in an, in the NFL, opposite of Jalen Ramsey. But my oh, Homer, Lamar, God, so Homer. Oh, what? <laughs> Find me another corner that's better in the league that's better than Jalen Ramsey. That's the reason why Gilmore, man. Plus mil. Oh gosh, I mean, listen, I'm not saying Jalen Ramsey is bad, but of course you're going to pick a guy on the Rams. It's so, uh, so Reggie typical. Stephon Gilmore ain't got Jalen Ramsey's contract, and and and, and, and keep in mind. Keep in mind here, we're talking about New England. New England doesn't pay anybody, but they paid him. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. But, again, you know, just just going back to Lamar, you know, because I I had that conversation previously. You know, a a lot of people saying, oh, well, it's the OC, you know, uh, Greg Roman. You know, they they, got to call uh, better plays and and all this stuff. I'm like, look, man, as a quarterback, he's in year three, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like, you, you got to progress, man. Like, you got to be able to show the OC that you can handle more. Because the bottom line is, I'm sorry, but that's a gimmick offense. We saw it with uh, Robert Griffin III in Washington. It's an offense that once you get behind, you can't really come back from because they're very short reads. So if you're talking about, well, the OC should be calling better plays, well, fuck. He's got to he's got to have the confidence that his quarterback can handle more. And right now, I'm just not seeing that. Right now, I mean, because the plays like the plays are designed to get people open. I mean, we I mean we saw hell we saw Hollywood Brown had the guy beat has defender beat by uh, a step and a half two steps and Lamar just kind of he, he just threw it out there it was short it almost got intercepted it should have been it, it should have been an, an interception. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it's like, come on, man. It's like you gotta find ways to get other guys involved, man. Like you got uh, Hollywood Brown, you got uh, Willie Sneed. Like, come on, man. Like get get those other dudes involved. That's all I want to see. 
Is yeah. he a top five quarterback right now? Out of respect, out of respect for him, you know, being the reigning MVP, yeah, being the reigning league MVP, I will say yes. But boy, if Josh Allen ain't isn't sliding in there. I don't know, actually. When after thinking about after you saying all that, I would say that he's top five athlete in the league, but I don't think he's ever been top five quarterback in the league. Because I mean, you go down the list, he's not better than Aaron Rodgers at at the position of quarterback. He's a better athlete than Aaron Rodgers, but he's not mm-hmm. better than him. He's not better than Russell Wilson. He's not better than Patrick Mahomes. He's not better than Tom Brady. He's not, you know. You don't think he's better than Tom Brady at this at this at this point in Brady's career? No, because if all right, if if you're in the Super Bowl and you're playing an extremely tough defense, who do you trust more, Tom Brady or Lamar Jackson? It depends because I mean we've seen we've seen Brady lose in the Super Bowl against some tough defenses. Ask the Giants. Yeah, but all you got to do run that four man front and get pressure <laughs> right in his face. I understand, but it's the ability to read defenses and and, and make a little bit more of an accurate throw. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that. I mean, Lamar is a good, tremendous athlete. If you're talking about from an athlete perspective, I choose Lamar over all these guys I just named. But like mm. I. From a quarterback, like from throwing, from a throwing perspective at the quarterback position, there are many quarterbacks that are better than him at doing that. Even shit, man, even Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Just Lamar Jackson's Matt under- Ryan. Matt Ryan better figure out a way to fucking close out some damn games, or else we're gonna be talking about Dan Quinn soon losing his job. Because that, I mean, that's just they just keep they choke, choke. Week after week, they just blow on fucking game. Yeah, that that's <laughs> terrible. But but, but with, with Lamar, man, I just, like, it's he's in a weird space because, yes, he makes that position, the quarterback position, much more dynamic by the fact that he's a tremendous athlete. But the things that you're harping on him about, it does make sense. And I'd have to say, as a quarterback, he's just not it. Like, he's not a elite quarterback he's an elite athlete that makes his position that he's playing a little bit easier but when he has to play top i mean you see it when he's playing the best teams he go he, he goes away that's why he doesn't have a playoff win and he's been there twice and uh he can't beat the chiefs at all so no, um no you can see it <laughs> yeah. you can see it i'm just sitting here watching this highlighted uh the uh and uh, this was uh, Mahomes, and they throw <laughs> the, the throwback to Eric Fisher. <laughs> Hell, do you not recognize that the left tackle is eligible? Like, come on, man. Like, that's the uh, high school. Like, come on, man. You got to recognize whatever, man. That's neither here nor there. But, um, no, I mean, I agree. So then do you think he should have been the MVP last year? Should that have not gone to Russell Wilson? Yeah, no. Okay, so that's different because, like, I look at MVP not just as a, a quarterback-only award. I look at it as, you know, anybody can win it. And to me, if you're the best athlete of that season, uh, you deserve it. And, yes, Lamar Jackson was by far the best athlete. Broke rushing records, had decent passing stats, 
you know, even though he didn't he didn't utilize his receivers to what we wish he would do, mm-hmm. but in terms of what he's done, and you just referenced his efficiency, his efficiency is still there. Um, with all low that, clip. yeah, it will, But I understand it's low clip, but like in terms of an athletic perspective, he was definitely, uh, you know, like. It looked much better with him out there because you have to see what the uh, Ravens had when they had Joe Flacco. Like, it's it's night and day, and yes, it made the Ravens look like this elite team. And yes, they still are an elite team, but, you know, uh, man, it's it's hard because I look at it like... Like from uh, a Giannis perspective, like Giannis is a tremendous athlete and he won MVP. Mm. But like when it comes down to playing the best teams, he goes away. So, yeah. um, you know, but he's still MVP of the league. And a lot of people agree with that, even though I disagree. But like, mm. you know, I think that's just the way the way that MVP is viewed. Yes, he helped his team, but they vote on all of this before the playoffs start. Which mean you agree on that they should include playoffs and things like this because playoffs really show your true potential. Um, and maybe there would have been a different MVP if we included playoff games in it. But but yeah, he deserved it. But I don't think he's a top five quarterback. But he's definitely a top five athlete. Okay, so then real quick then. So say he, I mean, cause it, it looks like he's on par to have another year that he had like last year. Mm-hmm. But he's a top athlete. You think the league's going to give him? They're going to vote him MVP again? No, because I think that you're seeing other players perform much better than what he's doing right right now. You know, like last year, I would say that there was a lot of big name players. I mean, excluding like someone like Russell Wilson. Maybe it's because the Seahawks didn't have a you know a real nice winning record they were i think they're like nine and seven or something like that but um but i think that if you saw like someone like the seahawks being having like the uh, ravens record then yeah i think there are different people would have been you know included in the potential race i don't think they would have gone patrick mahomes again because to be honest nfl is like this if i've seen it once and i'm not and, and i see it again i'm not voting this person for mvp um, so I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, nah, I, I get you. Um, like I said, I mean, I, 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 I hate to be critical of them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm cheering for him. You know, I, I want him to do well in the league. I, I don't want to see him at risk of getting injured because honestly, that's, that's what it is. You know, when I see him still, you know, going for nine carries, 83 yards, I see the next Cam Newton. That's what I see, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I see him eventually, you know, getting to a Super Bowl, but, you know, team scheming against him, making him become a passer, which is his job uh, as a quarterback. And you know, he just he's just making it easy for, you know, for opposing defense. And again, we just saw it on Monday night. That's he at some point, man, he's going to have to develop into a passer because the current offense that they have around him, that scheme. You, you're, you're not going to be able to come back from, you know, uh, a 14 or say a 17 point deficit because they just don't score points at at a high clip like that. Um, so now I just want to see more. I, I I am going to say I still believe that he's in the top. He's a top five. 
quarterback in the NFL because he is the reigning MVP. So he's up there with um, with uh, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, DeAndre. Uh, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson, and then Lamar. I'll I'll, I'll give him that. But like I said, Dak Prescott. No, no, no. Because man, dude, dude had a, has nice stats. Dak has nice stats. True, but he, he's got a lot of uh, nice weapons too. Well, well, yes, that's also very he, true. Yeah, he's he's got he's got a lot of nice weapons, and, and, and Lamar's got some weapons too. But I, I don't, they're they're not as I mean, he don't have you know CD Lamb and um, uh, the other guy, Mari Cooper. Um, yeah, Cooper. You know. Uh, Michael Gallup, oh, or one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, and Zeke, you know, he, he, he doesn't have that. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, you know, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get into the final segment. MLB postseason is here. Um, stick around, stay with us. So, Brandon, remember what I was telling you about? Uh, Kobe Bryant jersey mm-hmm. auction. Yeah, so they, they got another one. See, the thing is, you know, people, they sell these things in, in quantities, right? Um, so if you lose one, you know, there's always uh, an opportunity of you getting another. Mm-hmm. So this one, I got about three hours left in the auction. About, yeah, about a little under three and a half hours. And it's right now the minimum bid is at about $4,600. What do you think? Uh, it's cheaper than the one last week, <laughs> but either two, either two grand lower. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but we'll see what happens in a couple hours. It'll probably be back up to yeah. seven thousand. So. Oh my god! So I mean, but I, I, I don't know. Um, no, you're right. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, it was it was rather consistent until like the waning, um, like once it got like under an hour, then everybody just started shooting their bids. Yeah. Total bids nineteen. Okay, yeah, it's probably gonna shoot up. I don't know. I mean, my thing is, I, I was talking to one of my um, one of my other buddies. You know, we was just watching the games uh, on Sunday at the bar, or whatever. And yeah, you know, he was telling me that. I said, "Man, you don't have any kids, so if you're gonna spend, like, right now is the time to do it." And I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the fuck am I waiting on? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, it's I mean, Kobe, like, he's. He's, he's meant a lot to me. I mean, not just me, but, you know, a lot of people. And like I said, you know, any autograph uh, merchandise, authentic merchandise, you know, um, it's it, it's at a premium. Like, the guy, he's gone. You know, you're not going to get – there's only but so many opportunities, you know, you're going to get to sign. Um, you're going to be able to get uh, get to be able to acquire, you know, sign memorabilia. And then just w- once – wait until, you know, he's um, – inducted into uh the uh pro basketball hall of fame right it's like the shit's just gonna keep going up yeah maybe maybe i mean this might be hard for you but maybe not try to go for a jersey for him maybe get something else yeah but i don't know man it's like in my basement man. it's like i got an autograph magic i got an autograph shack i just feel like a kobe would finalize it i mean yeah it would definitely i, I mean i get it i mean because like i you know i like you just purchased some you know auction items and i wanted a michael vick jersey uh being a hokey and um you know i settled with just getting an autographed football 
um, because it was much cheaper. Um, yeah. But like you know, I, I get it. Um, it'd be nice to have the jerseys because you know, displaying jerseys are always nice, especially how how that site you know displays them for you in a way. Um, it's really yeah. nice. Um, so I get it. Like, I mean, yeah. I would want it too. But I would also say maybe try to you know search some memorabilia shops out there in the world and see if, if they actually have like a real price for it that you just buy instead of bidding on it because sometimes you know bids can get out of control oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean there's there is a breaking point and i'm gonna be honest i think <laughs> the current bid might be past my break <laughs> okay okay <laughs> but um nah man at the same time, like I said, I, I try to keep perspective here. Like, dude, like there's only so many opportunities you're going to get. And yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm just looking like here on eBay right now, like somebody's got a, a Kobe 8 for six grand, then a, another 24 for uh, 7,900. Like, you know, it's like the, his, the value is anywhere between, I'll say, five to, to hell, maybe even up to, to 20 grand right so i don't know we'll see um but anywho i mean mlb playoffs is underway bro like i'm i'm sorry you're um the o's aren't in it sorry they they didn't make it it's okay Um, i didn't expect them to make it but they was close at one point though yeah i was really surprised that they made it competitive with like you know they were the Red Sox were eliminated from playoff contention before the O's were late, eliminated from playoff contention, and I was kind of shocked with that. So I, yeah. I figured that a win. However, like that means that we don't get a super high draft pick, which kind of blows. Uh, but you know, uh-huh. it's typical O's shit. Like we do well enough to not get the highest draft pick, but we do bad enough to not make the playoffs. So we're just gonna stay in mediocrity. But it's whatever. Yeah, well, Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you got a tough I'm matchup. Sorry. I'm sorry. I think your eighth seed that you're playing is pretty good. So watch out yeah, for the man. Brewers, man. Yeah, no, I, I like um, Christian Yelich. You know, he was um, he was an MVP candidate. You know, right up there with um, with uh, Cody Bellinger, who ended up winning uh, last year. Yeah, last year and uh, Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I like um, I like Yelly. Um, the one thing you know that that I will say that kind of I think that gives everybody a chance is that with the new format, instead of it being just a wild card game, well, no, with, with it being a wild just one wild card game, anybody could lose that, right? But with this wild card series, instead of it being a five game or a seven game, you know, in the championship and also the world series, um, it's three. So, I mean, that, that's still, that's, that's still a, um, a small margin for, you know, for error there. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm, I like it better than one game for the wild cards. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause that really blows to be honest, just, you know, playing one game and that decides if you go to the next round, mm-hmm. um, because that, that's not really, a, uh, shows how well your team is. The pitcher could just be having an off night, you know? Yeah. Um, so I like it better this way, but, um, so, 
so what? You, who do you have? Uh, so let's do this. So who do you have going to um, the the NLCS right now? Pick two teams. <sighs> I gotta look at the bracket. Obviously, I'm obviously I'm, I'm going to say the Dodgers. Hold on, I gotta now pull up the bracket. So okay, I'll, I'll go first while you pull that up then. Um, so you might. I'll say this: the Dodgers, I think, have a tough road ahead of them um, because winnable, winnable. Yes, obviously they're number one, um, but the Brewers will be tough, even though I think they'll beat them. Uh, the Padres are losing right now as we're recording this to the Cardinals, um, but I actually feel like the Padres would be a tremendous, um, you know series with I you like, guys I, I, I like uh, uh, young kid Fernando Tatis Jr yes and that's why yeah. that's why because I, I like that guy too um, however for my, my NLCS man I'm going to pick uh, Dodgers Braves go chalk on that um, ah, that's what I was going to say yeah yeah I mean because yeah. it's kind of obvious I don't like you know my I think Miami is going to actually take care of the Cubs uh, the three seed um, and I'm it's kind of like a whatever happens between the Padres and Cardinals. I think they're just going to be tough to play. Um, but, you know, man, I don't know. I know you're going to go Dodgers most likely, the World Series. But uh, I'm actually I'm going to go against you here. And I'm going to say, you know, Dodgers, Braves, NLCS, and Braves go to the World Series. Really? Yeah. Uh, Braves have been beating oh, up because um, the Braves look real good. Th- this team, you know, I've been getting alerts throughout this, you know, season where the Braves just go out and just flat out destroy people. Um, and that's the, pretty much the only team in baseball that's been doing that um, at like a consistent rate. Um, I mean, I know you guys got the talent. I get it. You know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if you guys went the World Series and then won the World Series. It wouldn't come to a shock to me. But to throw a little, you know, little, little bit against <laughs> you here, you know, to make it fun, I'll go for the Braves. So maybe if maybe if the, both of our picks are right in the NLCS, maybe we'll have like a, you know, a little competition going on during that series. I'm going to tell you what, man. Elite pitching is not going to beat this Dodgers team, and, and, and we, we we've talked about this before. I mean, the Dodgers lineup for one, they've I mean they've got multiple guys. If Mookie's not on, then it could be Cody. If Cody's not on, then you got uh, Justin Turner, Jock Peterson, uh, Chris Taylor. The list goes on. Kike Hernandez, you know who, who I'm a fan favorite of. Uh, they 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 just got hitters. But they, they're balanced, too, though, man. Righties, lefties, righties, lefties. Like, they're prepared for, for all of that. I just kind of feel like elite pitching is going to take more than elite pitching uh, to beat them. I mean, I think the the roster for um, the Braves is still pretty good in terms of hitting-wise. They they got they got some dude, dudes on there. Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, um... You know, I'm not I'm not a huge follower of the Braves, so but I know they got some. Yeah. I know they got some dudes on there. I mean, they got an ex Oriole and Nick Markakis, and Nick Markakis is good. He's good for getting getting on base. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think it, I think if both of them can go, they're gonna be. Uh, you know, it's gonna be a competitive series. Um, like I said, just just to do a little 
so we're not doing the same thing like i'm gonna go brave so you know put a little competition in there but like i said i would not be surprised at all if the dodgers just run away with it mm. so i, I mean how do you feel about the al i mean my thing is i'm sitting there looking at the yankees the yankees being the fifth seed um, and they just completely obliterated the Indians last night, twelve to three in Game One. Like they're like they're the pick. They're who who fans want to see. They they want to see a Yankees Dodgers uh, World Series. Um, do you think either you know them or hell, I man? Tampa Bay's got the one seed. Them or or Houston. Um, they come out of the AL, dude. Anybody but fucking Houston. I want them out of the playoffs as <laughs> yeah, soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. Ha- they got in the sixth seed with a losing record. I'm so upset. I'm so upset yeah. that they got in like that. Um, I'm told you, it's, it's a race to sixty. I mean, wh- whoever can get close to sixty wins is possible. Yeah. That's what it is. If you come out to a slow start, like I said, like the damn Nationals, they, they pretty much just did a repeat of what they did last year. Uh, came on very late in the season. You know, they got hot and yeah, just ran away with it. Well, this is, I mean, it's, you got to start early. Well, I will say, you know, it, you can see how good Houston really is when they're not cheating. They're a sub 500 baseball team. So, um, for everyone out there listening, you know it too. You know it. Houston's not that good. <laughs> they didn't deserve to win at all. <laughs> Um, so you, you don't you don't you don't like Jose Altuve? No, I don't. I don't like anybody. I mean, they, they, they got some hitters over there: Bergman, Altuve, Bergman, Correa. They, they no. got some guys they, that can. They got that can, uh, they got no. They got guys that can hit when they know what pitch is coming, but they don't got the guys. Dude, <laughs> dude I, I saw some things on on Twitter the other day talking about how Altuve's um, wins above replacement, and he's in the negatives this season so i miss me with all that they're not they're really not that good but they the only reason why they seem good is because they oh oh change-up's coming oh okay thanks for banging on it twice oh oh, fastball's coming oh thanks for banging on it three quick times like no oh i got buzzed oh that means curveball like no like that's not (laughs) they're not that good uh but i'll move on from them because the astros make me rage um (laughs) <laughs> I'm like you. I want to see the Yankees uh, go far in this, but you know, obviously, they did not live up to expectations during the season. Um, but I will. Mm-hmm. I won't give them. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, like I don't give Houston. Um, so for the ALCS, man, I'm. I'm probably. I'm picking Yankees A's. That's my. That's my pick. And uh, I think it's going to be crazy tough. Um, I'm going to pick the A's. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So so you don't think... Um, I mean, you, you don't... You, I mean, how, how do you feel in terms of impact? Like, how do you feel about, you know, Garrett Cole? Um, I mean, they, I, listen, they got the talent. Yankees always have the talent. Yeah, get, Yankees team has never gone without having a, t- a ton of talent, even though if they've had bad seasons or good seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. But, man, I don't know. Like, they're, they're the fifth seed for a reason. So, yeah. you know, I'd have to say it's – but I, 
I could be eating my words because, you know, look at the NBA playoffs, look who's the fifth seed, look who's in the finals. So, um, you know, I could totally be wrong on it. But, I mean, Tampa Bay, they're a number one seed and they're probably going to be tough because they've already advanced over the Blue Jays, uh, even though they just just finished their game a bit ago. Um, Yeah, so. And, uh, you know, they're going to be tough probably because I'm pretty sure the Yankees will beat Cleveland. Um, and I know the A's and White Sox series is tied, so the A's potentially might not even get out of the wild card round. So, like, I could, I mean, I could really be eating my words here soon. Um, but I'm going to go A's still. A's, Yankees, ALCS. A's moving on. But, you know, remember, we'll see. Remember, remember when we had that conversation about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the White Sox, like, say if a team like the White Sox win the World Series. Because, I mean, let's just be honest, right? Okay, so if we compare this to the bubble, nobody predicted that the Miami Heat would be in the uh, NBA Finals mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. as a fifth seed. So what if, I mean, what if you get a team like the um, the White Sox that, you know, that um, they just they just get hot, man. They catch lightning in a bottle and they go to distance. Like, how, how do you feel? Like, do you put an asterisk on that? Like, No. No, not at all. Because um, mm-hmm. actually, if I've noticed, even on a sixty-game season, yeah, no, no. First of all, I think they should definitely reduce the amount of games that they play in baseball just to make it a little bit more yeah. competitive and more sense of urgency for these teams. Um, yeah, I would say sixty is a little too short, but um, because you know, even in NBA, they play eighty-two games normally. Uh, so, uh, but. Here's the thing about the wild card games that I've noticed. So before they changed to this new format, um, and I'll take a few years ago uh, when I was heavily paying attention to something like this, um, the Giants and the, the Royals, teams like that who have made wild card appearances, won their wild card game. They've, and they've gone on to going to the ALCS, NLCS, or World Series, and even winning it. Um, I can't remember exactly where the Nats were last year, but I almost want to think the Nats were a wild card team. I could be wrong in that, but um, I think they were. Yeah. But that's the thing. I, so with baseball, and it's weird with this. I've noticed that when the teams take a break off before they for the when the end of the season before they go to the playoffs but these wild card teams don't take that break they continue to play they're almost like they're still in stride of their like they just don't they don't notice a change from regular season to playoffs while these other teams have like a little like a couple days off and then they get to play because they're waiting for the wild card games to finish um so I'm not. I would not be surprised at all if a lower seed comes out and just crushes everybody just due to being hot. However, since everybody is playing a wild card game this year, um, I would hope that the top tier teams continue to just stay hot. If that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I'll just say I'm glad that they expanded the wild card. Uh, instead of just being just a single single game elimination, they you get somewhat of a feel for you know who's the better team, or you know who who played the better baseball, right? Um, but on that note, man, I mean, it's a great show. Yep. Tell me where the fans can find Instagram, you. Twitter, at bmyers underscore mooch. Uh, 
I've noticed I've gotten no followers off of this podcast. So please, people, <laughs> follow me. Yeah, get out I, there, I, I guess I got to do something. But people, follow me. I will talk sports with you. I will, I'll hash my takes <laughs> out from this podcast. And you can bitch at yeah. me and tell me how I'm wrong. And I'll tell you how I'm right. We'll go at it in a nice, peaceful way. <laughs> I won't be disrespectful to you. Don't be afraid. Follow me, please. <laughs> Definitely. Follow my man. You can catch me as well at coach underscore underscore Reggie, R-E-G-G-I-E. Not a Y, not an I at the end. And on that note, we out. Yeah.